Oregon is number two in the nation for number of homeless. We're number two in the nation for addiction. Uh, and unfortunately, we never, we're number 50 for residential treatment beds. So I don't want Central Oregon to turn into Portland. Welcome to Cascade Views, a discussion with Central Oregon leaders. Your host is Michael Seip, local business and community leader, best-selling author of the Avada Principle and candidate for Oregon State Representative for House District 53, which encompasses Southern Redmond, Sisters, Tumalo, and Northern Bend. The purpose of these discussions is to share the views and insights of local leaders from a variety of community sectors on a range of timely and important regional and state issues. With that, now here is your host, Michael Seip. Thanks for joining us on Cascade Views. My name is Michael Seip, and I'll be your host. My guest today is Deschutes County Commissioner Patty Adair. Patty's a fourth-generation Oregon native who grew up on a ranch near Hepner. She's a proud University of Oregon duck who graduated with a degree in history. Patty later completed her CPA in Washington State. Commissioner Adair's current memberships and affiliations are many, but just a few include Association of Oregon Counties, Legislative Committee District 2 Delegate, Central Oregon Health Council, Central Oregon Area Commission on Transportation, the chair of that, uh, Deschutes County Behavioral Health Advisory Committee Liaison, and Project Wildfire. Patty's running for re-election in November. After her experiences serving Deschutes County for the last four years, I thought it would be valuable for us all to hear perspectives on the future of Central Oregon and some of the important issues we face. So, Patty, welcome to the show. Thank you, Michael, for having me today. Thanks for taking time to be with us today. I, I really want to focus on some key county issues, but before we jump into those, how about giving us just a little more of your background and some of the skills and experiences that you've found helpful over the last four years in your job as county commissioner? Well, one of the, I think the most important skills I have is that I actually passed the CPA exam in the dark ages, as I refer them. So I use my accounting skills on a daily basis for Deschutes County from, you know, one cost allocation to the next. And it, it really has been very worthwhile. And another important part of my um, history is that I raised a couple million dollars for charity. I did um, a couple of school fundraisers at the same time while I was building a house and you always ask a busy person in order to accomplish things that you want to do. It was always my pleasure to raise money. Um, I raised a million dollars for St. John's Hospital in Santa Monica. It, you know, I was always doing something besides working and raising my uh, my my boys. So um, I had a a lot of fun, but I was I'm really proud of my record. And then one thing I think I've brought to the job in Deschutes County is the fact that the number one feeder county for Deschutes County is Los Angeles County. Yeah. I happen to live in LA for, believe it or not, 31 years. And by coming here, uh, after 31 years, I was so happy to come home at, you know, coming home, fourth generation Oregonian. It's where my family is. And it was amazing. But, you know, a lot of people that are moving from LA County are actually young people. So I always find it fascinating to see what inspired them to move away from LA so quickly and come up to our beautiful, beautiful central Oregon. 
Wow, those are interesting points. Um, but you know, we we should maybe back up just a little bit, and because some of our listeners might not be all that familiar with how county government works and the actual role of a county commissioner. So, would you give us a quick summary of how the county is organized and and what like what does a county commissioner do anyway? Oh, Michael, it's a quick summary. We have 20, 22, 22 different departments. It, it's really not a quick summary. It is an incredibly complex business operation with over a thousand employees. And, you know, are your roads clear? Are your roads in great shape? The health department, we're, we're the public health authority for Deschutes County. We oversee so many different things. We keep track of building, building permits. In fact, right now we are citing a new landfill for Deschutes County. That was something that I worried, I've been worried about for the last couple of years. COVID really set that behind. But now it seems like we're we're looking ahead and hopefully that will be done in the next six years, barring all protesting. But Deschutes County residents are uh, wonderful and how their county commissioners respond to what their needs are. Um, you know, we are we are the main source of a lot of quality control in Deschutes County. Our court system, the fact that we just got two new judges. Uh, I mean, the opportunities as a county commissioner are always varied and it is a 24-7 job, which I actually appreciate immensely. A thousand employees and all of that. What I, I can't remember, what's the budget for the county? It must be a lot of money. Oh, it is a lot of money. It's about half a billion. Now, a lot of money flows in and out, but it is, um, it's a big business. And the other fact that thoroughly keeps um, me on my toes is the fact that we're growing so fast. We're the fastest growing county in the state. And, you know, we've got the highway systems that we have to worry about, such as Highway 97. We have so many different factors that are always making Deschutes County at the forefront of what we can do, just as adding more housing, you know, with um, with our lack of affordable housing, our lack of workforce housing. And those issues are always at the top of my agenda. What can we do to make it better for people that live here? And actually, if you live here and work here, I, you know, it's important. Those two go together. We've got to keep working and living together on the same um, breath. So I make sure I, I heard you right. You said a half a billion with a B, right? I did. Yeah. And, uh, and that's growing, right? It's uh, the, the, uh, the amount of, well, the, the funding for the county primarily um, comes from property taxes, right? And because we have more people moving in and the price of property is going up, the um, even though you're holding the rates down, the um, the overall budget is growing, right? The budget is growing, yes, and the property tax budget does grow even with with um, commissioner votes of keeping those rates down. Just because of appreciation of the value of your home, your your bill is going to go up. The county portion is about 17% of the total bill. And we've always been incredibly respectful that it is your money and we must spend our portion as wisely as possible. Thank you for that. Um, you've been on the job four years now. So what are you most pleased that you've been able to accomplish in that time? Well, besides keeping the property rate at that six cents less per thousand, the fact that we have two new circuit court judges has made an enormous difference for all kinds of legal action in the county. It's not just the court systems, but everything seems to be flowing so much better for people that have 
you know, they're filing reports, they need answers back. Things are being answered at a much, much quicker basis. It's um, quite worthwhile. We had not had a new judge since 2003. Our population had gone up 55%. And by adding these two new judges, it increased our capacity 28%. So we're hearing from people in the community that it's really, um, really been wonderful um, to cite uh, the president of the Redmond Chamber, Sean Neary. Sean had told me a couple months ago, gosh, Patty, you can really feel the difference. The things I file now are responded to so much quicker. And that's that's really what we're all about is making Dishes County as efficient and on resident friendly as possible. You know, as I can recall, this this judge project was not an easy one, right? Um, and and there, not every county got additional judges. Am I right? Oh, Michael, you're so right. For the first time in the history of Oregon, no other county got a judge. And we, in mm-hmm. Dishon County, received two. So it was a first on many levels. I had about a thousand people helping me between sending postcards and phone calls and emails to 14 legislators and the governor's office, everyone in Salem knew Deschutes County was due. And it, that's really what it took was, uh, you know, for that appointment of two new judges. Um, thank goodness we received two new judges and they, um, they're working hard and it's great to have them. In fact, I served on jury duty recently and I was in one of the courtrooms of the new judge. So, mm-hmm. Well done. Oh, yes. <laughs> well done. You you had one, um, quote unquote, normal year in 2019. I'm, I'm thinking back over the four years of your service. And so you had one normal year in 2019. And, and then you've served us through the last two and a half years or nearly three years of the pandemic. Um, that had to have been challenging. Talk to us just a little bit about what the commissioners had to navigate over the last couple of years. Yes. OK, I did have a normal year in 19. But that's, that was my first year of the job where I had to go to Salem twice in the same week every month in order to go to county college for state commissioners. It, it's a wonderful program, but we would also have our legislative meetings in person, which, as I understand, uh, they're much more effective when you can do things in person. So had that in 19. And then in 20, in what is it, March of 2020, we had COVID hit. Well, remember we had the the lockdown, we were going to flatten the curve. And we were so worried in Deschutes County financially, what was this going to do to our tourist industry? What was it going to do to small business? And when we finally were able to get our county plan together to meet the governor's measures in order to open back up um, on a limited basis with business, I even drove the plan to Salem just to tell the governor, hey, we we need to get back. We need to get, get back to work. So that was one of my um, important um, messages for the state, for the residents of Deschutes County, that I felt it was really important to get back. I know that people notice just the little things that make a difference. And then we had our budget in May of 2020. Now, what do you do? We don't really know where it's going. We went actually incredibly conservative with that budget. A lot of departments kept their their employee um, scheduling down. We just tried to be as conservative as possible. And then when our tourist industry actually kind of blew up, we had more people coming here and staying because they were 
they were remote. They could rent a house in, let's say, Sun River in the county somewhere and be remote and yet be here in our joy and the beauty. And so therefore our room tax revenue took off in 2020 and it continued on in 2021. So, you know, it's kind of the contrast, but we've had a lot of people move here. They had their second home here and they actually found that they felt much safer being in Deschutes County. So it was always a challenge but we tried to do our best. You know, we had the Max Vaccination Center at the fairgrounds. We just um, always tried to be respectful and keep people up to date. Well, in the middle of that, um, you probably noticed that the last four years have been extremely contentious, uh, socially and politically. What are your thoughts briefly on shaking off the divisions and rebuilding uh, unity here in Central Oregon? You know, can we can we get back to what it used to be like, which was really awesome uh, and a great sense of community. I really feel that we can get back there. I believe that as a county commissioner, I'm here to serve everyone. I do my very best to talk to everyone, call them back, answer their emails. And it would be wonderful to have more civility on a daily basis. We could really, um, we could really use that. And I feel like some days are a lot better than other days, but I do feel that we need to remember we're all people, we all have red blood and let's just be a lot more polite than maybe what sometimes happens in today's world. Well said. Let's turn to some big issues facing the county. Let's start with one that's on the mind of everyone in the region, that's homelessness. So Give us your thoughts on the origins and elements of the problem, the magnitude of the problem, and maybe a couple of ideas on how to address it. Do all that in like 30 seconds. <laughs> oh, I know. That's exactly what I was thinking you were going to tell me. Okay, Patty, in 30 seconds or less. Yeah. Well, I did have the privilege of serving on the homeless panel at Caldera High School in April. That was two different events. Got to work with Chief Krantz and um, Megan Perkins and also Alan Evans who represents the Helping Hand program out of Portland. Now, Alan's program is going into six counties. And he, as being someone who was homeless, understands what it is. You need to treat people with compassion. And as Alan said, not everyone is going to respond to what needs to be done. But then again, Alan also recognizes that, let's say, 65, 70% of the people that are homeless have substance use disorder and or mental illness. So each person should be approached with compassion, with individuality, but we we need to start helping people more. I'm so proud of our Veterans Village, what it's done. It has already graduated six veterans from the village. And it's a transitional program. Hopefully uh, most people will be able to transition to their own housing in, let's say, less than two years. And I'm so proud that we've already had six people move on from there. It's it's a really wonderful start. We have a lot of capacity that we've added to our county in the last year or two between Bethlehem, Bethlehem Inn and the Lighthouse in Bend, what Shepherd's House does. I mean, the programs are here. We just need to recognize that there is a lot of substance use disorder and mental illness. And that's why, personally, I have been trying to engage the temporary use of Deer Ridge 
it's half empty. And unfortunately, recently, Colette Peters, who was running the State Prison Association, was promoted to a national position. So I'm waiting to hear who the new interim director is of the state and then go from there. But, you know, we need somewhere where people can actually get help. Oregon is number two in the nation for number of homeless. We're number two in the nation for addiction. Uh, and unfortunately, we never, we're number 50 for residential treatment beds. So I don't want Central Oregon to turn into Portland. And I feel like there are lots of things that we can do. And I believe we are doing them. We do have our executive director of our homeless program stepping into the position on September 19th. And I, um, I am looking forward to working with Cheyenne in the near future. So let's talk about Measure 110 for a second. Um, maybe fill us in a little bit on uh, on what it is and maybe what's uh, what's going wrong with it and and what you think ought to be done about it. Yes. Thank you so much, Mike, for that question on Measure 110. It's been really the national disaster putting Oregon on the map of legalizing all those drugs. We definitely were on the map now. Our overdose rates have gone sky high, according to um, a circuit court judge in Deschutes County. The bodies are piling up, according to a city councilor from Eugene that I spoke with a week ago. They have people dying in the street. So we're seeing the effects of Measure 110. And of course, we've got the Oregon Health Authority, which is incredibly complicated and unable to get anything done in any kind of a speedy process. And so the help that was supposed to be out there for people is just now coming available. But then again, how many years will it take to build something? As someone who's worked in government for a mere four years, I see how long everything takes. The Veterans Village in Bend took over a year it took over a year and I was thinking we could have that done in three months because it was just simple, simple cabins, 15 cabins and a triple wide trailer. But no, that took took over a year to put that all together. Actually, probably two years when you count the start date. So now we have measure 110 and we have no one signing up to get help because, of course, there were not um, any penalties. You know, when you pay a hundred dollar fee and you walk, that's what they do, or they don't even pay the $100 fee. The number of people signing up is is frightening. It's not working. It is not working. And then the other thing that to me is incredibly worrisome for our state is the number of people that are moving from elsewhere in the country to come to Oregon for the legal quantities of drugs that we now allow. They're coming, and guess what? They come here. And they can't find any place to live. So then that means that they become homeless too. It's 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 frightening what it has done. And I am all for reversing that measure. I feel that just, you know, that's that's really what we have to do. And we've got to change the law as soon as possible. I'm hoping that when you join the legislature next spring, next February, March, April, that we really put the direction of Measure 110 so that we stop attracting 
all the druggies of the country. We have to do that. We really have to do that because we have such an enormous problem. Remember, we're number we're number 50 in the nation for residential treatment beds. 50. We only have 50 states, folks. We are last. And this, this is such um it's a horrible thing that's happened. And I feel it's time for um people to take a new direction. And I'm really pleased to see that there is not there's part bipartisan support, which is rather rare in Oregon. And there is bipartisan support to change the direction. Law enforcement has been removed from the equation and they've got to get back in the equation. So, you know, can we, can we make a difference? I believe we can, but we really need to step on it and step on it as soon as we possibly can. Well, Patty, this has been great. As we wrap up today, we've talked an awful lot about government, but uh, we as individual citizens also have a job to do as well to make our county the best it can be. So what are your recommendations for how people can get involved? How can we serve and how can we make a significant difference for good in Central Oregon? A significant difference for good. Isn't that, um, that's a, that's really a thought that I feel more people should take. And actually I've had a lot of calls from people that are stepping up for different county positions. We normally post positions that are available. In fact, the other day I had a call from a man who'd been working in the police department, but his prior background was in mortgages and financing. And one of the most important communities that I love in Deschutes County is our facilities review committee. And it just so happens that this man has the background in order to apply for the financing position for that group. It's only seven people, but they can make uh, an amazing difference on all of our capital projects. So, you know, look, look where you have some expertise. We just filled a position for the audit committee with someone that is um, right there at the top uh, as far as auditing goes. And he, he'd been here for six years and really felt like this was the time that he wanted to, he loves it here. He is so appreciative. And he's somebody that moved here from Los Angeles County. So he's very happy to be here. And, um, you know, I was really happy when I saw his name that he had applied for that position, you know, look for things that you can do. I mean, we have one of the most compassionate communities in the state, I, I believe. I just stopped by um, Sleep and Having Only Peace, their program on Saturday where they were building bunk beds. Um, thank you to the generosity of Home Depot. And uh, they were building bunk beds and they actually had those projects, those bunk beds built by 1.30. Amazing. They thought it was going to take all day, but with the crowd of people attending and with the enthusiasm and the workforce, you know, they, they were getting the job done. It's, it's so wonderful to be surrounded by people that really do care and really do know that they can make a difference and, you know, find the project that you love, just like Habitat for Humanity. Their program is amazing. And the County has been part of funding for the Bend Redmond, for Sun River, well, actually Lapine and for Sisters. Uh, we have really been behind Habitat's program in order to ensure that they have more land to do more building for more of our community. And when those homes are built, the wonderful news is that families stay together, children graduate from high school. I mean, 
just the the blessings from that program just they they don't end they just continue on so i'm really thankful that there are opportunities everywhere to be a compassionate volunteer in central oregon so good well thanks um you're running for um well you're you're you've got more than a full-time job as a county commissioner <laughs> you're also running for office uh and uh and i can hear from the dings that uh that people are calling you and wanting you to <laughs> to respond as you say that you always do and i know that to be true so let's just wrap up here how can people find out more about your campaign and your policy ideas and how can we help you in your campaign Oh, thank you, Mike. Thank you so much. Well, please go to my website, Patty, and it's number four, Y-O-U.com. And please check out my website. And then the other thing I always love to share is my cell phone. It's 541-904-5378. I try and give my card out every day, wherever I am. Save my number. I always tell people, you just don't know how I can help you. Um, I help with road issues. I help with irrigation issues, well issues. Uh, the areas where I can help are never ending. And I, that's why I really love my job. I feel like people need their government to serve them. And it's always wonderful when you call someone back and you can actually hear the joy in the joy and the surprise in their voice that you cared enough to call them back. So those are those are kind of ways to get a hold of me. Um, you know, either one is wonderful, but just know that I really would love to hear from you and whatever I can do to help. I uh, I will do my utmost. Patty, it's been great having you on the show. My main takeaway is not just what I heard today, but how I've experienced you over the four years that you've been in office. And that is that you're, um, you're tireless. Um, you, your energy is, is amazing. And your ability to, to um, deal with so many different challenges all at once and still have a personal touch with, uh, with anyone who reaches out, anyone you meet is, is really quite extraordinary. So Thank you for your tireless service, your hard at work all over our county, and I'm grateful as uh, is, is everyone in the county. I appreciate your time today, and I appreciate your message. Thank you, Michael, and let's just hope we can reverse Measure 110 as soon as possible so that um, Oregon can stay the Oregon that we, we love and appreciate. So thank you Absolutely. for the opportunity. We'll get you elected, I'll get elected, and we'll go after Measure 110 for sure. My guest today has okay. been Patty Adair. You can learn more about Patty and her campaign at patty4u.com. That's patty, the number four, u.com. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to Cascade Views with Michael Seip. To find out more about Mike, the upcoming election, the key issues he's focused on, and his campaign to represent Central Oregon and Salem as a state representative, visit www.avoiceforcentraloregon.com. That's www.avoiceforcentraloregon.com. You can get your own copy of Michael Seip's best-selling book, The Avada Principle, at Amazon.com. And finally, please vote in the upcoming election. Your voice matters.